Hiya, and welcome back to Jamie's Wee Podcast. On today's episode, I speak to my friend Jace about how he utilised fasting to improve and maintain his mental and physical health. After reaching some personal goals, Jace realised that his story was powerful and that it was one that he wanted to share. Through the power of Instagram and with proven results, Jace decided to start his own fasting programme, which anyone in the world could sign up and join. As someone who has suffered from weight and personal issues, Jace is the authority to talk through everything that I wanted to know about fasting. If fasting is something that you're interested in, then trust me, this is an episode not to be missed. As always, please show some love by hitting like and subscribe on whatever channel you find this podcast on, and all reviews and comments, good or bad, are very welcome. Also, if you want to show some financial support for this podcast, then please check out www.patreon.com forward slash Jamie's Wee Podcast. Other than that, I hope you're all happy and healthy, and as always, thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Much love. Yeah. It's, it's a great intro. Yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll give you that. Are you comfy? Yeah. Good to go. I'm going to leave for a while. So, right. There you go. You looking good? I, did I, am I uncentered now? Are we, are we good? You look alright. Alright. You look better than me, that's for sure. Well, that's, that's, that's not alright. <laughs> Listen, it's not often that I concede to being the second best looking guy in a podcast, but for this one I'll make an exception. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where's the other guy? I'm confused. <laughs> He's is over there. there, there I'm looking at Taylor and I'm not looking at you. Yeah, is there another guy coming to join? I don't know. <laughs> well, this is interesting. Um, thanks for having me around, man, to your, to your villain, which is a very hot and very fucking humid day here. It is a warm day. Luckily, we and have Bali. like what you guys can't see off off screen or, or tell by the audio is that yep. we have like six portable fans, industrial size fans, blasting us with cool air. Yeah, I feel like Beyonce right now. <laughs> it's and <laughs> you definitely don't sound like Beyonce. That's for sure. Oh, you don't. You don't. I, <laughs> I I think I've always been considered myself the next Beyonce. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'll need to test that out after a whiskey sometime. I think. Oh, I've definitely. We've done many spouts of karaoke. I've we have actually, I've actually been you surprised at your voice because yeah. you've got this. You've got the, the sweet, sweet accent, yeah, and then you hit you hit the mic, and you you're just an angel. I'm not as good as your Backstreet Boys, but I give it my best. That's well, it's it's hard to mess up Backstreet Boys. <laughs> so now we were talking about whiskey and partying because we've done plenty of that, especially together. But obviously, to talk about fasting and intermittent fasting because this is your this is your not just your business but your lifestyle. Now, you were once and probably still are considered a party boy here in Changu. Everyone knows you as a man that loves to party. But recently, I'd say in the last year, I've known you for about three years, but recently I'd say in the last year or so, you've kind of transformed yourself into this man who is very focused on fitness, nutrition, and getting the best out of your body. Now, was there a specific moment or a specific night out, a drink, a kebab, which caused this... <laughs> this change in your lifestyle and who you are well first off i want to address those late night kebabs that we used to have were delicious probably still are delicious they're not around anymore but yeah that was that was some good times no i still enjoy a good party like i i just i will say that i had a mindset shift um to where i place my priorities and before i mean i think people they get comfortable settling into these roles that they're that you know, people see them as or what they feel comfortable. And, and for me, it was, I was always the guy that if any of my friends were like, like, Oh, let's, let's, let's go out. Let's, uh, let's, let's hit up Jace. And it didn't matter what night of the week I was, I was going out. I was going to party. I was going to have a good time. I liked the fact that I was known for something. 
I just didn't realize what that impact was having on me, my health, and kind of the goals that I wanted for my life, where I was going to go. So um, I think a couple of years ago, I started losing weight, and that helped. And then once kind of this whole COVID lockdown situation happened, um, I had already been kind of setting myself a little bit on the path. And it kind of forced into me, like bars were closed, shops were closed, everything was closed. And I just decided that I was going to deep dive into something. And what that deep dive was, was intermittent fasting. So I took every day to learn everything that I could on a, like a cellular side, on a cognitive side, on the nutrition side, just so I could kind of figure out exactly um, how that would work for my body. And then it's spawned into this amazing thing that I've been able to be a part of. That's cool, man. Now, I remember you shared a picture online, I think it was a couple of months ago, and it was a picture of you and I think it was the Philippines. And you you looked a little less shape, in shape than you are now. I mean, you didn't look overweight or anything like that. Not me. I mean, I'd be happy with the, the before Jace, you know, I'd be happy with that picture. Um, but you described yourself, I remember in your story, as unhappy. Would you put that as a moment of maybe seeing that picture back at one point as a, a defining point? And would you, how would you consider that guy back then? Was he unhappy? And how would you describe him from the person you are now looking back at that guy? You know, it's, it's crazy. It's actually, I, I, I talk about this with people all the time, is that I really didn't, at that point of my life, so just so you guys know, it was about 60 pounds ago, the picture that he's talking about. It was about 60 pounds uh, which is about 20 to 25, I think it's 25 kilos ago. And, well, um, I work in stones and pounds, and I was like, there's about, and everyone finds this fascinating, because apparently Americans have no idea that stones and pounds are a thing. I have no idea. There's 14 pounds in a stone, so you, what, you lost 60? 60 yeah. pounds? So that's uh, four stones? Uh, let's just go with four stone, that's quite yeah, that's, Yeah, it's that's a little more than four stones. That is a lot of weight, man. Yeah. That's a lot of weight. Yeah, so I... Just to give you reference, yeah, that was about 60 pounds or four stones ago. And um, what's crazy is during that time, I didn't realize. I had, I actually, I felt fairly happy. I felt fairly good about myself. Um, of course, I wasn't happy with myself whenever I looked in the mirror, all of that. But as far as like being, being happy, I mean, I was traveling the world. I was doing things that other people, I think, knowing that other people were kind of jealous of this travel life that I was living, it almost m helped me feel better about being overweight or being a little unhealthy, even though I wasn't fully happy with myself. I knew that I could be better and that I should be better. Um, it is something that is like now looking at myself now um, and compared to what I was, um, the physical transformation was huge, mm -hmm. but the mental transformation that it took to get to this point, to where I was even ready to get down this path and to change not only my eating habits, but like you said, my party habits, the way that people look at me and to say like, this is who I am ready to be. And then to take now this business with a service mindset. Yep. I mean, I think that has been, that has been huge because it's so much more fulfilling. I mean, I had some great stories. We still have great stories of nights out. We do. But and I, I continue to do that. I just had a crazy Halloween a couple of days ago. Um, enjoyed the hell out of it. But it is now, that is like 
that is the celebration. That is the fun, the way it should be. And my life is fulfilled in other ways where before my life was fulfilled with food. It was fulfilled with this type of like party atmosphere. Yeah, man. That makes a lot of sense. Now, we have the keto diet. We have the Atkins diet, Herbalife, Juice Plus. I could go on and on, but what made you set up for intermittent fasting? Did you have a experience with this before or is this something you stumbled upon or what was it about intermittent fasting that became your thing? Uh, to be honest, I was just lazy. Okay. I was just, I, I will be completely honest. I was lazy. Intermittent fasting is something, and it's simple. It's simple. Keto, Mediterranean diets, uh, counting macros. I mean, all that shit for me felt like homework almost. I mean, counting macros, you literally are calculating your protein, carbohydrate, and fat content for the day and saying, this is what's going to be optimal for my goals. And whenever I looked at intermittent fasting, it was binary. It was eat or don't eat i had to see what time of the day it was and i could either eat or not eat and that was like i was like hold on people do this and they can lose weight i was like me up i was like that all i have to do is either eat or not eat i was like that is simple and a lot of times simplicity is something that works for people because if you overcomplicate things if you make it so it doesn't it's not something that you can add into your lifestyle every day then it's going to be something that even if they can do it short term, yeah. it's not going to be sustainable. And I knew once I decided to make that switch, I wanted to find something I could do sustainably. And the more I learned about fasting after I started doing it, the more I fell in love with it from a not just weight loss side, but from a general overall health, um, mental, physical, everything side that has been the reason that I've stuck with it and continued down that path. Okay. So, but honestly, um, Intermittent fasting, it's not a diet. Keto and all those things are diets. Um, intermittent fasting is a timed eating schedule. A diet would be like if you add keto to, to intermittent, intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah it's just, it, it is similar. People consider it in the same realm as dieting, but, um, and it is more optimal, of course, if you eat certain foods um, during those eating windows, but just in general it is just a timing schedule that's like natural with your kind of circadian rhythm that you that humans have developed over time okay interesting so how easy or hard was it in the beginning to implement the changes or did you find that it was quite simple because it is very binary as you explained i would say you know it honestly uh, it took me and i tell this to my clients now it takes seven days seven to ten days seven to ten days because for a lot of people that let's say let's say you eat breakfast every morning or you have late night snacks every night there's a lot of people to do that i used to i was especially a late night snacker or late night drinker even um followed by late night snacks yeah uh, um but there are a lot of people that just don't think they're like oh my gosh i don't know if i can skip breakfast um i don't know if this is something that i'm going to be able to do um, if that's the schedule that you're doing or i don't know if i can go 24 hours without eating and it's really, it's really after you do it um, for seven to ten days, your body becomes adjusted. It, it adapts very, very quickly, um, which is what I noticed. And I've been worried. My parents, my parents were a prime example. I started working uh, on my parents probably three, four months ago, and my mom was like, "Oh, there's no way." And they just did. They did their first 24-hour fast like two, three weeks ago. Um, they do right now 15 to 16 hours every day. A window of eating and then 
I'm trying to get them to implement one 24 hour fast okay. um, per week. And she went from having to start at 12 hours to 13, working their way up. And now she's like, oh yeah, the other day I went 18, didn't even realize we just got busy. <laughs> I'm like, it's amazing once you have that control and you're just not eating rhythmically because you're used to do eating at a certain time, you can really change that kind of relationship with food where it's it's not just eating because you're like, well, this is what time I eat. Yep. It's like, am I hungry? Yep. Should I eat? Does my body need food? Am I fueling it for something? That's, so for me, long answer, it was fairly easy. And for most people, I find intermittent fasting is one of the easier diets to stick to yep. once you get past that first week. If you yep. can go a week to two weeks, it's become easy. second nature. Yeah, it's second nature. It is, yeah. it is literally second nature, like as a human, evolutionary speaking like yeah. it is second nature it is people back in the day weren't eating three meals a day yeah and, and a snack at night there was and a snack at night yeah. and yeah and that a kebab was just, after the night out that way <laughs> we already talked about those kebabs you're yeah. gonna make me hungry i am I starving <laughs> you, you are, are you <laughs> just think about the kebabs yeah that's i'm i'm currently 22 hours fasted so wow. i'm i'm you must I'm, be hungry no not at all no no controlled but, yeah it's good no, no. discipline it, not even discipline i'm telling you it's but I normally, it's not every day that I do this, but I do once a week. I do a, either a 24 or a 36 to 40 hour fast. I was going to ask that next. Like what does a, what does a week, a normal week to you look like in terms of fasting? We've spoke about fasting now, but like in its simplistic form, you've said 12 hours, 16 hours. Like what does that, what does that mean? If someone was like, someone knew nothing about fasting, what does it mean? You've got like 16, 8, 12, 12, that kind of stuff. So the most, so there's multiple different types of what they call like protocols or fasting schedules. Um, that basically kind of mimic uh, your circadian rhythm, which circadian rhythm basically is eating when the sun is up, eat, and then stop eating when the sun is down. And so um, people just, they started testing these windows um, on like a scientific level in, in, in mice and things like that. And they found that, that um, they were able to extend the lifespan and to lower a ton of like biological um, factors in mice. So um, the most common that people are doing now is 16-8 um, on the lower end. And then the kind of the most popularized studied is what they call 5-2, which is where five days you eat just like normal. And then two days a week, um, you actually do a, like a 24-hour fast, only eating, uh, only eating up to like 500 calories on those days um, at once you hit that 22 to 24-hour mark. Okay. So those are two of the most popular. There's probably like six different protocols ranging from so 16 8 would be eating in an eight hour window and then so fasting for 16 hours so for example you stop eating at 8 p.m you start eating again at noon yeah like that would be a normal a normal fasting protocol that people would do but there's 18 6 24 i mean there's omad which is one meal a day there's a bunch of crazy ones that people um continue to do um there's alternate day which is every other day fasting um and a lot of them are for different body types. I was going to say, so there probably is a, a different fast for every person because everyone is different. Everyone reacts different yeah. to eating schedules, types of foods, fasting, all that kind of stuff. So there really is something for everyone. Yeah, and I think that that's the cool thing is that, so like you asked me my weekly schedule. So I actually started, when I started losing weight, I lost my first uh, probably roughly two stones, mm -hmm. roughly two stones, a little less than two stones, just by doing 16-8 
um, 16, eight, well, I was doing like 16 or 18 hour fast per day. And then I added in, I made sure I got 10,000 steps five days a week. Um, and, but I was, I had enough body fat on me that I was able to lose weight. Now it was slow. It was over probably like eight months a year. And my clients now that I'm kind of showing them the foods to eat during and kind of how to time the system with their workouts, then it becomes something that they can lose that same amount of weight in a much shorter time span. But, um, I started 16, eight, I still do 16, eight, probably three days a week. Um, two days a week, I'll go about 18 hour, uh, 18 hour fast, 18, six. And then one day a week I do my 24. And then of course I give myself one day on the weekends. Um, to where I probably only do about 12 to 14 hours. Yeah. Well, I can vouch for the 68. I started doing that like unofficially, I think around maybe January, February, around the same time as the virus started to kick in. Much like you, you started to look inward at your fitness. Everyone was deviating from their travels and started to do like fitness videos on their Instagram because that was the content you could produce at the time. So everyone started to get the fitness bug. So unofficially, I started doing 68. But again, I think it was more just laziness and no getting up a little later so I was having breakfast around I don't know 12 one o'clock and then I was having my last meal around seven eight o'clock so again it wasn't regimented that was just my daily routine and at the same time I was doing 5k whether it was running jogging walking I was doing a 5k a day and 100 push-ups a day and I lost a ton of weight so so the thing that always appealed to me about intermittent fasting was the fact that you could really eat whatever you want between obviously not during the fasting period the 16 hour or whatever you, or the 16 or the 12 hours but during that eight hour window or the four hour window i could still eat my burgers i could still eat my kebabs i could eat whatever i want is that is that true is that necessarily true yeah, i mean in when you kind of look at overall intermittent fasting yes it is true there there the benefit of intermittent fasting eating in that uh smaller window is that um a lot of studies do show that you can still create a calorie deficit so imagine this like if you're eating every day what intermittent fasting especially 16 8 is going to do is going to create even if you're eating just like you normally would before you were dieting it's going to create a calorie deficit so calories in calories out if you're burning or if you're eating less calories you should in theory you should be losing weight via calorie deficit if your body's in a calorie deficit so if you're eating in a smaller window, the average person eats 300, 500 calories less per day just by eating in a smaller window. Um, because let's let's say let's say you're eating 500 calories less per day, that's going to equal one pound per week of weight loss just via calorie deficit. So you can pretty much eat whatever. The one thing that I always caution people, and there are some new studies coming out showing, is that you really need to make sure that you're um, watching after your protein intake. And you don't have to be a person who counts calories a ton. Just be very cognizant of it because people do tend when they eat less food to not get all of their nutrients. And protein has been the one thing um, that studies continue to show is that people will and can lose muscle mass by eating less, of course, because they're not getting enough protein intake. And if you're losing muscle, of course, nobody wants to lose muscle, but if you're losing muscle, then you're actually losing that thermogenic effect that muscle has because muscle requires calories to like it, it actually burns calories for you the more muscle you have the more um your 
TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure, the more calories you can have by more muscle mass you have. Okay. Just because you'll be burning more. So yeah. you can eat whatever, just make sure that you get enough protein in. Just be conscious of your nutrients. Just be conscious. But uh, honestly, it you can eat whatever. There are more and less optimal ways to eat while intermittent fasting um, to get the most benefit. Yeah. But overall, if you just like you said you ate whatever, I ate whatever and I still lost weight, I could do it more optimally and so could you. And it is, those are the things that like, if you're okay with taking a year to lose a bunch of weight, mm -hmm. which a lot of people say, hey, it's a lifestyle. Like this is something I can be happy doing and I can eat whatever and still lose weight. That's, that's the amazing thing about intermittent fasting. Yeah. So. So what about nights out? Because obviously they're still very much a part of your life. You can take Jace out of the nights out, but you can't take the nights out of Jace, you know what I mean? So, obviously they have changed in the way that you obviously drink and eat on a night out because I'm assuming that you'll finish eating around, I don't know, 8 o'clock, something like that. If you are fasting or if you're doing a 24-hour fast, then you may not even be eating or drinking at all. So, how does a night out look for you now? Because obviously after old man's a sandbar, there's no King Burger or no kebab shop or whatever, so... What, is there a difference in your night set now that you noticed? Yeah, uh, 100% yeah. there is. Um, I talk about this on my, I talked about this on uh, my Instagram because I'll, I'll give occasional tips out for um, kind of a, you know, best tips for success as far as intermittent fasting goes. And, and I do get that question a lot, especially from the people that are taking my 28-day challenge, is that people are curious, you know, they don't want to not be social. They don't want to not go out it is just kind of a mindset shift for me. I've set, I've said, okay, I will go out and have a late night if it's a special occasion, but going out and I'll still go, I go out anyway and I'll go out and I dance. I love to dance, but I always, if I'm going out on the weekend, I cut off my alcohol. I order my last drink at 10, 10 30, uh, or I order my last drink at 10. I try to finish by 10 30, 11 at the latest. And then, I'll at least make sure I hit 14 hours the next day. It's just a discipline thing for me that I'm like, okay, if I stop at 10, if I stop at 10, then I know for a fact that I can go until two the next day. Yeah. So it's, it's just not, a shift in discipline, basically. Yeah, it was a shift in discipline. And to be honest, I would, I would just take, I would take a couple shots yeah. at like 9:30, yeah. 10. And that will see you through, and that'll see me through. <laughs> and then I'll just order vodka soda, vodka soda and lime, or not vodka soda. I'll order soda water and lime. Yeah. And then, honestly, I still, I still stay out. I'm usually out still till 12.30, 1 o'clock. I still dance. I still have a good time. Nobody ever, I think I thought that if I stopped drinking later that people would feel differently about me or that I wasn't having as much fun as I used to. Yes, I've had zero of that. Even when I first started and I was still a little bit overweight, whatever, I was just like, oh, no, 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 it's cool. Uh, somebody would be like, you want me to buy you a shot? I'm like, I'm like no, it's cool. I'm just going to get a drink. And then I would order my soda water and lime and z no one has said anything. Yeah. In the, in the probably eight months that I've implemented this, it has been something that I went from being nervous to change my entire, like, like how I was when I was out to being extremely confident in the fact and only getting more confident of being like, no, it's cool. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to drink past 10. That's powerful, man. Dude, it was, it yeah. was such a power shift. It was. It was, control. It was, it was absolutely, it was a beautiful thing for me to realize. Because after you do it, after you do it like twice, I remember the first time I, I, I turned down a free drink, which I never used to. I turned down a free drink and I was like, 
and they're like wait what and i was like yeah yeah was, no big deal i was like i'm just gonna i'm not drinking anymore tonight i was like i'm gonna uh, i decided i wasn't gonna drink uh after 10 30 and they were like okay dude on my drive home at like one that night the whole way home i was just smiling ear to ear <laughs> i was smiling ear to ear and i was like i was like i was like i was like oh, it is just like yeah it was like Oh, with great power becomes Pivoting. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With great power becomes great responsibility type <laughs> thing. I was like, holy shit! I was like, I am, I am so mighty. That's kill, cool, man. <laughs> Dude, it was um, it was a really cool feeling, yeah. and that type of thing is like what I try to like tell these clients of mine. I'm like, I'm like, you have no idea how powerful you are until you feel it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, that empowerment. And I was like, nobody's. We have these thoughts that like our friends and things like that are gonna, that they're really gonna give a shit if we. Oh, it's no, I'm not going to, like everybody else is getting dessert and you don't get dessert. And you think they're like, oh, they're going to judge me or like, they do not give a shit. Especially when they're drunk. Especially drunk. Especially drunk. (laughs) If I, if I, if I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, no, it's cool. I'm going to, like, I already feel really good. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to keep dancing. If you do have friends that are judging you for that, get new friends. But, but other friends are like, oh, okay, cool. And they'll keep drinking and they keep partying. They'll probably and then, be happy because they'll normally spend more money on alcohol. Exactly. So everyone wins. You're Dude. saving money. They're saving money. It is. It was. It was. It's amazing. And I still, of course, again, if I'm having a celebration like Halloween, I drink till like 1130, yeah. something like that. Um, but it's, it is, and I was out till two or three, but it is a cool, cool feeling to know that like, and it makes those moments more special when you do go out. Yeah. It makes them something or when you go out and you do have a big night it makes that more special it also makes the morning after a little more painful but it is uh it is it does make those moments more special versus just continuing to do that for sure man so it's obviously been by talking about this empowerment it's really been beneficial to your own mental health how how important has your mental health benefited let's let's say how 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 much has your mental health benefited from intermittent fasting do you think you know, I don't know specifically due to intermittent fasting. Oh uh, no, I think actually, it's a, or maybe a combination of I can the think fasting. Of, I can exercise. I can think of, it, it's I think it's been a it's there's definitely correlation. I don't know if it's if it's direct correlation from intermittent fasting. I think that fasting it provides you something mentally because when you take control of like let's like let's say for that drinking situation, without intermittent fasting I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with food. Um, taking, when you take back that power that, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, am I hungry? And then you're like, you're like, no, I'm, I'm not. And you make that decision instead of letting your body control you or letting your mind control you and you take, you take the reins. Now you're back in the driver's seat. That is huge. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. It, it, and, and so once you make one good decision, you get this dopamine spike and you just start rolling and this momentum keeps going. So I think that, that for me, intermittent fasting was that was that first domino, of of taking this power back for myself, saying saying that I have control of what I eat and my relationship with food. Yeah. I have control of if I'm going to drink, and when I'm going to drink, and what I'm going to drink, yeah. and that that then led to other positive decisions. Yeah. That led to then me wanting to work on myself on a mental standpoint, um, outside of just physically. I think the big thing that especially on Instagram people can see the transformations that you put there and that's what gets all the you know the woos yeah, and stuff yeah. I don't is woos or woos a thing could woos? be woos some woos? call it likes you want to call woos? it woos yeah but it gets the, the transformation gets the woos or the likes 
as far as the physical transformation, but the mental transformation for me has been huge. I think just, you know, working, uh, you know, I mean, we've talked about it and just going out to lunch, but I think just this, this transformation that I've had mentally has been a greater, a far greater experience and has nothing to do with just stopping drinking at night, just doing this. It's just this overall conscious awareness, whatever you want to call it. Self-discipline routine, I can imagine as well. Yeah. And yeah. It, it creates purpose. It, it creates this, this ongoing effect that has had such a positive benefit, uh, such a positive benefit to my life yeah. that I'm, I'm just, I'm very lucky that intermittent fasting, fasting got me to this standpoint. It does help as far as for cognitive and keeping your head clear and all that. But as far as for like mental health, I mean, it led me to a path that has been something that if I could do it again, I would do it 10 times over and better and faster. And I, I've really been in love with the process. Now, those are the benefits. Surely there has to be some cons to intermittent fasting. Do you, is there any known cons? I do feel, risks? I feel sometimes when I talk about intermittent fasting, it's like, you know, those like those cheesy sales commercials that are like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, like you get this and this and, and would you believe it? This too. Yeah. It's, it's, it does sound like that whenever you're like, okay, you get all these benefits as far as for cons. I mean, there are, there are some cons, uh, with intermittent fasting. I mean, there's not a lot, especially, so anytime you're looking at a diet, it's pretty much the same con that you can look at for any diet. Um, even though intermittent fasting technically isn't a diet, but it's, it's the same type concept that you can get that people can get, um, obsessed. People can get obsessed. There can be eating disorders that come from this, just like any other type of weight loss that people might be going through a transformation. They can get obsessed with kind of that outside appearance and get this kind of body dysmorphia. They can, um, stop enjoying food. They can stop. They can start only looking at food as, you know, like me, I, again, I, it's not that I'm cutting out alcohol. It's that I am choosing to use it as a celebration. Same with like desserts and things of that nature. Um, I love dessert and I still enjoy dessert and all of that, but I'm not going to have just a massive blowout on dessert and cookies and ice cream unless there's a celebration or something. Cause, but people can go down the wrong path of that with then choosing to not enjoy things, not enjoy their life anymore and just become so obsessed with fasting or with whatever diet they're doing um have you ever felt yourself getting close to these cons body dysphoria looking at food in a different way or alcohol in a different way or have you had to pull yourself back from that at any point yeah i actually i mean so it was i just funny i was just having did we talk about this i just had this conversation with my roommates like probably three weeks ago that i had gotten down i'm like i was around like eight percent body fat which is fairly low and like fairly low yeah and um and i was gonna do i was scheduled to because once a week i do my 24-hour fast or my 36 to 40-hour fast depending on the week and um i was scheduled to do a 36-hour fast and i know the cognitive benefits that come from that and i wanted to get that kind of cellular benefit the rejuvenation the mental clarity that comes from this but i was i was looking at my body and i was thinking I was like, at what point do I need to, do I need to pull back? Like, I don't want to continue losing body fat. Like, where do I find the benefits of this on a cellular cognitive level? And how do I 
continue that into like the life because I didn't want to go down a path of uh, of where I became obsessed or where that I was just looking in the mirror to see what um, I was looking at and I think that it does it does become like a new drug it becomes addictive to see the results and so I made sure I, I went ahead and that fast I was supposed to do for 36 I ended up doing 22 hours um, we went out me and my roommates went out for dinner and I was just like I was like I was like this is good I was like I need I need to know that because then it's almost like I'm giving fasting the power. Yeah, you went from one extreme. I went from one extreme to the other, and I was like, I need, I needed to find this middle ground, and I accomplished, you know, the weight loss goal that I was looking for, and now I really need to continue to work on myself. And yeah, but last con of intermittent fasting that I will say, I mentioned it briefly earlier, is the uh, protein intake is people sometimes do struggle besides for the whole like um getting addicted to the fasting or getting addicted to um any diet that anybody could do um with intermittent fasting specifically if you're not getting enough protein you can lose muscle mass so that is that is a thing people need to add some sort of physical activity in their life they need to have some sort of physical activity and they need to make sure that they're doing protein protein doesn't just mean chicken beef whatever vegan proteins you've got legume Le, did you say legume? Legume? <laughs> legume? Legume? You lost me. I don't know what yeah. that is. It's obviously very healthy. <laughs> uh, soy. There's like soy proteins right, and okay. different things. So, but, um, yeah, it is uh, protein shakes. They've yeah. got uh, soy protein shakes and things, vegan protein shakes. But they're, if you aren't getting enough protein, you can lose muscle mass. Whereas other diets, you may be eating um, more protein and and losing weight in a different way. Yeah. And so you don't have to worry about muscle mass as much. This is something that you have to be very conscious of. Very conscious of. And this is only coming out within like the past probably couple months as far as for studies showing how this works with these kind of lower end uh, intermittent fasting schedules like the 16, 8, 18. Mm-hmm. Whenever you get into extended fasting, 24, 36 hours, um, anytime into the those type of protocols or schedules, then you get into ketosis uh, more often than not, which is where your body is using body fat for energy versus using glucose. So the whole point of intermittent fasting is to not only shorten your time window, but is to hopefully get this ketone benefit, which is where your body has two ways to create energy. You've got like carbohydrates that go in and your pancreas creates glucose, um, and then your body uses glucose and ATP uh, as far as for energy to fuel your body. Or a lot of us have enough body fat on us. A lot of us. You pointed at me there. A lot, a lot of us. I've got eight percent body fat in each love handle. So there it is. Sixteen percent right there. <laughs> That's sexy though. Those are sexy. You don't want to lose those. So we ain't going anywhere. <laughs> we all. Uh, a lot of us do have, I mean, even myself still, even at you know, 9% body fat or whatever it's close to now, um, we have enough fat that once we um, use the ketone, or once we use that glucose, we can actually utilize our fat cells for energy. And so our fat cells create uh, ketones. And so we get into this process called ketosis, where our body starts utilizing that for energy. And that's kind of like the whole point that we're trying to do and so uh, i don't remember how we got here i just started explaying what i love it man ketosis is you went down a wormhole but i love it yeah well i just what you're doing is you're giving me some authority here 
Uh-huh. You're a very authoritative voice within this intermittent fasting niche. And that has seen you turn your, your kind of personal success into a business. And now you've got this intermittent fasting challenge. You've, you've touched on it briefly about your business and your, your clients. This is something, this is like a new venture for you. So how is that going? It was not supposed to be a new venture. That's yeah. what's crazy is that, so I first off, I, I, I helped, I started helping friends mm-hmm. that were asking me like, how did I lose the weight? I mean, if you think about it, all of a sudden if you lose, you know, if you were to, I mean, if you were to lose two or three stone, yeah. your friends would be like, okay, Jamie, and you put on some muscle and all that, like people Tell would be like, your be like what yeah. is your secret? That's basically what happened. My friends were like, okay, what is going on here? Yeah. Tell us how, and so I started helping my friends out, just telling them what I was doing tell them like the best practices of what I learned. And then of course I turned to social media. I turned to social media and I said, Hey, I've been helping some friends and family lose weight and I've had some success. If there's anybody who's interested in like, uh, learning more about it, I'm going to do like a kind of a 30 day challenge, whatever. And I thought I'd maybe have, you know, 15, 20 people message me and immediately within 24 hours had like over 150 people message me. And I was like, that's insane. I was like, this, I was like, first off, I was blown away. Yeah. I was extremely honored that people even considered like wanting me to give them any information. Yeah. And the fact, um, the fact that that many people were interested. And so I then was like, okay, this could be something that one, I can make an impact on a lot more people, like a lot more lives than I thought. And two, this could be something that could be a business for me that not only can I help people, but the time that I'm putting in, I'm not just giving of myself without getting anything back. And so it's a, it was then all of a sudden just like, okay, I've got four days. Let me all of a sudden create this business model and how it would work. And then I'll see if people are interested. Yeah. And then, um, since then I've been very lucky. I've done a couple rounds of my fasting challenge and I've had a lot of success as far as not only people, just interested in the challenge, but people that are doing the challenge, um, having success doing it. Who's been your biggest success story so far? Ooh, is there one that sticks out? You know, I would say my first round was, was pretty cool. Cause my first round, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had, I've had multiple people. I just had a message this morning from a girl that, um, it's been, ten, we're 10 days into it and she's lost three kilos, which is like seven pounds or half a stone. Half a stone, yeah. Half cool. a stone in like 10 days. Wow. But it had nothing to do with how much weight she's lost and everything to do with the fact she said for the last eight years that she's only been seeing the scale go up. And so she was just like, it was, it's just amazing. She goes, I don't care how much weight I've lost, whatever. She's like, it's just amazing to see the scale going the other yeah, way. Shift the momentum going the and, other way. Yeah. And I read that text and I was like, Oh, <laughs> dude, it's such a good feeling. It's like, so the fact, the fact that this has been able to be something that makes me have this feeling daily yeah. and that I can help people and also create some sort of business model around it has been an amazing thing. And it is something that has, um, I would say, inspired my life probably just as much as the people that um, I've been able to help so far. So it's been cool. Um, back to your question. The two people that I would say I think, think of first off, um, number one, my dad. I was going to say, I remember you mentioned yeah. your dad. Your dad got involved. My, my dad got involved. He, he, he was good, man. Yeah, before, before I even um, started the whole 
uh, model of the challenge. I just started, I helped him for like two months before I started this. And then he was, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll send you some pictures so you can, so you can have them. But I mean, I think he's probably right around two stones right now. Two stones. He's, He's dropped four belt sizes. And he's he's just loving it. I, I had some clothes like back of the house that I had left um, back home with my family. And my dad's like, it's cool to hear him be like, yeah, I'm wearing some of your old clothes now. He's like, yeah, I, I needed some new pants. And it's just the confidence that I can tell through the phone that, and my mom has also lost uh, a good amount of weight as well. Um, so it's been, it's been great to be able to see that transformation and be able to be a part of that um, with them. You know, for my dad to be able to lose like yeah. you know, 25, 30 pounds. Uh, as far as people actually doing the challenge, uh, the first group lost uh, eight point something pounds on average. With uh, I had multiple people that lost close to 15 pounds, which is Over one stone, stone yeah, in yeah. 28 days. That's incredible. Yeah. And so we'll see. We'll see how they keep, keep going. I think uh, the most right now, one of the guys from my first challenge, he lost uh, 15 15 pounds during the 28 days and he's continued fasting. I, I stay in touch with him. He still asks me questions. Anybody who does the challenge is always in the Facebook group for support and motivation after they're done. And, um, I think he's probably like 20, 25 pounds now down and that's in two months. I mean, it's, it's a two, two and a half months. It's, uh, it's been an incredible thing to be able to just be a part of somebody else's journey. Yeah have an impact like that. It'll be interesting to see how that goes long term as well because it's yeah. obviously it's still very new with this 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 fashion challenge which you've created so over the course of maybe a year there could be some serious stones lost or kilograms or pounds or whatever you, you measure people in so and that's cool man it's really it's really nice to see that you're you've, you've transformed it not into just a personal thing but into a business where it helps others as well so it does give you a purpose it gives you something to get up in and to go for every single day you know rather than just for just for you you're doing it for other people as well so that's cool man but there might be people that look at you and think unattainable this guy's kind of about nine percent he's in bali he's completed tinder you know he's kind of about all these russian models and living his best life that guy is living a completely unattainable life i ain't gonna, i ain't getting in this fasting thing because i ain't ever gonna look like that i've tried diets before i've tried the gym before intermittent fasting ain't gonna work what would you what would you say to people that might look at you and think it's completely unattainable to look like that guy or be like that guy or live like that guy because there's there's obviously going to be doubters for sure man i mean honestly this is something that i uh, first off thank you for um all of that that was that was embarrassing and amazing thank you but um, i'll say that at your wedding if you want i can be yeah, your wedding oh perfect wedding speech perfect which one which wedding there'll that's, be several i'm sure yeah no there there will only be one but um but yeah i mean it is I would say that I would have probably looked at myself and said the same thing um, back whenever I was in the Philippines when that picture was taken, which wasn't even the heaviest I got, but um, it's just the only photo I have from that. But but I would have looked at myself at this point and thought, that guy doesn't have any fun. He doesn't, he does, he just counts calories every single day. He is on this strict diet. He works out two times a day, six to seven days a week. He... I mean, and that is just not, I mean, you know me, that's not the case. I mean, I'm definitely a changed person, but I I work out four times a week, uh, three to four times a week. Um, When I do though, I go on with purpose. I work out hard for 45 minutes. Um, And then I eat fairly what I want. Um, I just kind of strategize when I'm having 
my worst meals to my better meals, my healthier meals. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's hard for me to put into words now. That's why I'm so happy to have clients that I can show like, Hey, this guy that I was just telling you about that's lost like 20, 25 pounds. I'll be able to show his before and after show his reviews and go, look, here you go. This is somebody so they are showing that as an you attainable can, goal. Yeah, yeah, you can see this is attainable. You can see this is relatable. I would have one hundred percent looked at myself and gone if I if I told somebody that I eat whatever I want and I only work out three to four times a week, I would have gone bullshit. You are you're obsessed with fitness. You're obsessed with nutrition. All you don't have any fun, and it's just not the case. So making someone believe that is a different scenario. But I will say this. As long as you're willing to put in the time and you're okay with it being a lifestyle, this wasn't, you know, a three-month miracle for me. This was over two years. I could have definitely done it faster if I knew what I knew in the past eight months. Now that I know, I could have done it much faster. But I took two years, and I got comfortable with fasting. I got comfortable with slowly getting into, again, walking every day. And now I've just started doing the gym in the past year. Like, going consistently like this is something that um it was truly a a change in mentality for me and and um it's not something that's unattainable by any means it's in fact the more that i continue to coach people and the more that i continue to teach people I, i find that it's it's more attainable than i even had ever thought like for me i was like maybe i'm an outlier maybe it's just genetics i trust me i genetically never had abs Nobody in my family has abs. We're all fairly athletic, bigger guys, but we've got like the baby pouch that does not go away. We've got everything. That is something that I thought, oh, I can just genetically never look like these guys on magazines. I can never look like that. And it is something that I'm finding, it is easier for some people than others, but it's not improbable for anyone. Yeah. And there are some guys that I've, I've been working with that are guys and girls. I keep saying guys just as a generality, but um, there are some girls that I've worked with as well that continue to amaze themselves. Like the woman who said, I never thought I was going to see the scale go down. Like a nurse that I worked with in my last session that really was just like, all I need to do, if I lose five pounds, I'll be happy. And whatever, she ended up losing 10 pounds. And now she's like, okay, if I keep going, do you think I could train for like a fitness competition? And I was like, what? (laughs) She didn't even, she never even considered this. And it's, and so the more, the more that I see it is once you get your mentality right. And once you kind of, um, once you can kind of change the way that you see yourself it's kind of like that money mentality when people think that they can make a certain amount or whatever um they're they're drawn to it once once you can believe that you can achieve this goal or that your body can look a certain way or that you can do a certain thing then it's just taking action yeah because you can you can think it but without action it's nothing so there needs to be an element of manifestation in there as well Yeah. yeah so i think that it just takes people a little while to believe but once they start seeing it it's just it's just this down, downhill tumble of like almost snowball. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, where you see the snowman getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I can do this. Oh, or shit, smaller, I can really smaller. do this. Or smaller and smaller. Yeah, the losing weight. Smaller and smaller, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, 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 bad analogy, good analogy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's, I think that, um, yeah, even though 
the end goal. It's the Steve Jobs thing. Mm-hmm. Never judge your, or the uh, Jeff Bezos, yeah. that meme that's like, never judge your start to somebody else, to somebody else's beginning or end or whatever. Yeah. And it's like the picture of Jeff, Jeff Bezos having like a shitty, like hand-painted Amazon sign above his like crappy desk. Yeah. And he's he's looks like absolute trash. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like never judge your start to somebody else's end or whatever. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, definitely, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, if you look at me and you think, oh, I could never get there. Well, that wasn't my start. Yeah. Go back and look at the pictures. Know that it took me a year to lose yeah. those first two stones, and then after that, Jace wasn't right. built in a day. Jace was not built in a day. <laughs> that's a bad accent. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. What was that meant to be Scottish? Jace. What? No, oh, that's Australian. No. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Your, your Scottish accent is usually better than that. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, that's because stage fright. Ah, I think. Oh, yeah, it's 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 the camera, the camera. and the camera and the microphone. Well, listen. You usually you're not uh, you're not that shy in front of the camera these days. Sometimes when I look at your Instagram, I don't know if I'm looking at uh, Instagram or Pornhub or OnlyFans. Have you ever? You know, you're, you're starting to wear a, wee, a few a lot less clothes. The more muscles you gain, the less clothes you, you start to wear. Have you ever considered? And only fans. <laughs> you know, you know, if this if this podcast gets a thousand shares, okay, I'm uh, there will be an OnlyFans. There will be an OnlyFans created. Love it. Um, but no, yeah, I definitely, I would say, of course, I'm. I've always been pretty confident in my body, even before losing weight. Uh, but now, but now it's it is something that it it is something that I've noticed helps to get exposure for clients um not so much as being naked or whatever but but you know i mean people want to see that like hey okay i want to learn from the guy like he has he has abs how'd you get those because you didn't used to have these swipe like, up and pay 9.99 boom 9.99 it's a good it's a good price we have a, dis- we have a discount for this yeah but no it's um yeah i mean it is something that um discount code in the description there we go Jamie 20 Jamie 20 yep. <laughs> do I have to give you a commission for this yeah that sounds good that's good man I, I'm, I'm into it I love it um, yeah no I, I would say OnlyFans OnlyFans I mean dude some of these girls on OnlyFans mm-hmm. are making so much money like I've got some friends that are girls on OnlyFans and it's like I think as a boyfriend I used to always think I was like oh I wouldn't want my girlfriend to do OnlyFans or like you know porn or whatever and then I heard about like how much money some of these girls are making and I was like wait a minute I was like hold on a second I was then I was like starting to think about investments and I was like what you could do with this money and I was like I was like this is I was like this is far far more than I expected done a few projections yeah I did I was like I was like number crunching I was I was like maybe yeah. I was like you know my girlfriend's gonna need a photographer and I <laughs> and I if I I could put myself out there yeah. to do it so so you would consider it yeah I OnlyFans is something that I think um, again if you I have no problem with um, nudity if you're choosing nudity or if you're OnlyFans is a platform that a, a lot of people use it just as a subscription service there's podcasts yeah. that use OnlyFans as a way as a subscription payment so but um, as far as for the classic version of OnlyFans, what you're thinking, which is very scandalous, I would. Uh, I've definitely intrigued it in my okay. mind, so but I don't think it's something that. We'll uh, put it in the maybe pile. For now. We'll put it in the maybe pile. I would. Okay. I would say it's something that Watch I. Watch uh, space. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something that I don't. I don't think that I would. Your mom uh, wouldn't like that. That's that yeah. was that's the main thing. Is yeah. I always gotta. There are other ways that I could make money. Yeah. Um, Let's just stick with the fasting for now. I think. Yes. Yeah, you know, well. I think it's a more fulfilling way yeah. for me to create, um, and not only just an impact on people, but to create an income. Okay. So. Yeah. Cool. Now you you also shared a story recently. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to being a little bit more serious. You shared a story uh, on your Instagram recently where you actually shed a tear. You got a bit emotional, um, which is really nice to see. Obviously, in this day and age, we're all talking about mental health, especially within males, and and showing your emotions. That was quite a big deal for you to share. You having a personal moment on the beach and shedding a tear. Now, what brought on the tears? You obviously you'd reached a goal. Did you expect to cry at that point? And I mean, how did you feel in that moment when you when you had the cry and you shared it in your story? Was it empowering or what? Oh gosh, I actually I went back and forth whether I should share that or not. I, yeah. I talked to my roommates about it and I was just like, that was so. Basically, the backstory of that is that I had I hadn't been getting my body fat or anything, or anything checked. But my goal had always been like I want to be around 185 pounds. Uh, for like my body and uh, which changed I actually used to want to be 200 under 200 but 185 and I wanted to be below 10% body fat I wanted to get below 10% body fat because the pictures of the people that I saw that were below 10% I was like they look those are the people that's those are the bodies that I want yeah and so I never really did that and so I just I get my body fat and my um, like my biometric testing done probably every three months and so I hadn't done it in quite a while and the last time I'd done it I, I was at like 10.8 so I was like ooh maybe I'll be around 10 um, and I got it done and it had said like it said like 8 point something and I just figured it was a false reading because when you're fasting all the water can come out of your muscles and different things and I was like okay I'll go back in, a, in two days and I'll check it again so I got it checked again and it was like 8.5 or 8.7 and I was just like I don't know it just came over me yeah it came over me and so I didn't I held it in whenever I was at the place and then I went to the beach and I just sat down and I was like I was like holy crap so I was gonna make a story just to be like yeah I can't believe like tell the story about what happened and then I like tried to play it off and make a joke about it. like I was like yeah I almost started crying like ha 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 like and then right then I was just like I was like tried to tell the story and I was gonna say like how proud I was of myself um, for hitting my goal and I just immediately was like oh it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I literally just was like, I truly felt proud of myself. And I had zero regrets. I had anything. And then I just started thinking, even though I was proud of myself, I wanted other people to feel that feeling. Not just when you hit your final goal, but like during the process. Because there are so many times that I wish that I would have stopped to celebrate during the process not just like and I did I did some um, but yeah that that story and that story was I'm really glad I put it up I had a, a huge response I can imagine um, from that um, a lot of people responded that it touched them there's a lot of fucking fluff on Instagram there, right there is so when you put up something as emotional as that you're always going to get a great response especially being a male yeah a very well maintained physical male you know, so it's, I think it's really important to see someone like you shedding a tear and speaking so openly and about your emotions and how it made you feel. Which is pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. 
thanks. Yeah, yeah man, I was proud of myself. Yes. I'm glad that you were. Pr- I, I, I think I, I told, I said that in my story. I was like, I, I was like, I, you know, I, I want you guys to know I hit this goal. But I was like, I, whether uh, whether anybody was proud of me or not, which they were, but like, I was so freaking proud of myself. Yeah. I could not have imagined two years ago to not just be where I was physically, but emotionally, mentally, everything. Like I could not have even considered like how we were saying like somebody else looks at me and goes and goes that's not attainable two years ago i would have looked at me and thought that's not attainable yeah. emotionally mentally physically i would have said that's not attainable so the fact that i did like hit this goal and that i'm i'm mentally in the place that i am it came over me and it was something that kind of engulfed me for a little bit and it was i'm as much as I hate when people are on their phones and cameras and all that and living their life for social media, I was so, so lucky that I had pressed record Capture just to make, a, to make a joke about this yeah. so that I could capture this moment yeah. and um, share it with, with other people who might be going through the same mental struggle or physical struggles yeah. because it was, uh, it, was definitely, it was definitely a beautiful moment for me. And then I just sat there and recovered and was like, Oh, just it's like, probably quite therapeutic for you actually to record that and share it as well. Yeah, it was. It was. It was cool. Yeah, it's nice, man. Again, I'm very proud of you. You've come a long way. I've seen, obviously I've seen the transformation because I think I first met you three years ago at a party, of course, while I was drinking, of course. Um, so you've come a long way, man. It's really cool, dude. Not just me. Not just me. You. Yeah, you've. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I think. I know that you're. You're here talking to me on the podcast, but I mean, I. I and everybody else have seen your growth. I mean. The fact that I mean I know that you know Ivanka, Ivanka can't be here right now, and it's just like crazy to see you as an individual be forced into a place that you are dealing with your mental health because of loneliness yes. and finding purpose in whether it's the podcast or website or other projects you have going. I mean, it has been inspiring for many people, not just. I think it's easy for me because again, you can see, you can see the physical transformation, yeah. but watching a person's mental transformation is just as powerful. Just most people can't see it. Yeah. And dude, it's been, it's been awe inspiring to appreciate that man. Be there around. Yeah, that means a yeah. lot to me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's really nice. Maybe I'll start crying now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> help. Uh, yeah. I would, I won't make fun of you until That's after it's done. Yeah. So I'm very comfortable with, uh, being emotional i've done it many a time especially on the stories so no man yeah. I, thank you that really means a lot to me um obviously you look the way you look you feel the way you feel um you have come a long long way you've reached your target goals when you wake up in the morning now what motivates you once you've reached the end is a what, what why do you get up in the morning now what is your purpose is it hard to, to maintain that motivation or yeah well so i think the big thing again for me was it wasn't a diet yeah. it wasn't a diet um, I truly wanted to find something um, lifestyle-wise that I could change. If I was counting macros or, or, or doing something that, was, um, that I felt unnatural doing, fasting, intermittent fasting feels extremely natural to yeah. me. So as far as the fasting goes, um, that's not something that I have to be driven for at all. And I can do this. I could do it, and I could do it to the extremes, or I could do it a little less. It just And that I feel extremely comfortable. Today, I'm choosing to do my extended fast because I wanted to do it. Um, I get mental clarity from, from 
these fast. And so like, I wanted to do the podcast on my best game. I literally thought to myself, yeah. when am I the most clear? Yeah, because we know? postponed this a few times, yeah. both of us. Yeah. We've both been guilty of that, so that's, uh, you understand that. So every morning when I wake up, the fasting part, that's really not difficult. Now, going to work out, all these things, I think a huge, a huge thing for me currently, of course, I want to maintain physical health. I want to do what's right for my body. But um, it's a mindset shift of going to the gym. I'm not a huge gym fan, honestly. But it's a mindset shift that I thought, it's like going to work every single day. Nobody wants to get up and go to a shitty nine to five job in the morning that you're not happy at. But you get up because you have to. You get up because you do it. I just told myself, hey, I'm gonna treat this gym like a job. It is something that I'm gonna schedule in my calendar and I'm gonna go do it. It is not something that I can just, oh, I don't feel like going to work today. No, you can't. If you're sick, you have to call in sick. You only get so many of those days per year. You know, and you're not getting paid for that day. For me, there's no, there's no calling out of going to the gym those days. I make that, just like work, I have to make it a priority, and I don't skip it. I don't go out of it. Yeah. So, so just if you don't give yourself an out ever, if you don't give yourself an out, it's amazing the things you'll get done. So that's what motivates you then. That's, that's kind of what motivates you. Hey, just, it's just like stay focused, do it, yeah. do it, because I know that if I don't, if I don't do this, then I'm the next thing. I'm not going to do the next thing. Yeah. So I don't allow myself that slippery slope of, of going down that path. It makes sense, man. It's good that you maintain that motivation even though you've reached your goals. Now, I'm just looking at these clouds behind us, man. And it's getting a bit dark. Yeah, I, feel like a, I feel like a, a storm is coming. We're in the rainy season here in Bali and I think it's getting a wee bit dark. So I think you're going to have to edit this. I think you're going to have to edit this video. Yeah, it's Let's getting a bit dark over there. It's getting a little dark over there. <laughs> pretty, pretty soon. People are going to be like, are you guys... <laughs> out in the woods just it would pitch pitch black. Yeah, hopefully I can recover this in, uh, in the editing software so I I think we should wrap this up very shortly but before we do we've obviously covered a whole lot about intermittent yeah. fasting your business and stuff like that where can people find out more about you and what you do very quickly yeah, well we have literally <laughs> first off yeah. the, the overall we have literally just touched on the on the like broad strokes of intermittent fasting and kind of more of my story i would say as far as for intermittent fasting don't feel like you have to have a coach for anybody who's out there interested jamie you you said you're intermittent fasting you lose weight there's a bunch i didn't have a coach whenever i did do not feel like you need that it's just the difference i always tell people i, I compare it to going to the gym you don't need a personal trainer to go to the gym um, you just go if you haven't been active go get active Go outside, go walk, go to the gym and walk on the treadmill. Start doing something, ask some people for some advice. But the people that have the most success tend to be the people, if you do get a personal trainer, you're going to make those results happen exponentially faster. The same thing with me. I just help people get the most from their intermittent fasting as far as get the most benefit and to optimize those eating and fasting windows, letting them know when to work out, when to eat, when not to eat around their thing. So if you want all those tips, you can find me on Instagram yeah. at forever underscore foreigners, or you can find the official fasting challenge page, which is at fasting challenge. Okay. That's cool. I'll be sure obviously include these in the description on the website and on Spotify, iTunes and everywhere else so people can find you because I'm sure there'll be more people 
who are maybe intrigued and want to find out more. So hopefully you'll get some DMs from this at least. If if not, I've had a lot of fun. Yes, it's and, been good, man. And we are gonna we are gonna continue to do many of these talks, Absolutely. whether it's on the podcast or not. Absolutely, man. I always you always will, love our talks, man. You will always be welcome on this podcast. And thanks very much for your time, man. I'm going to wrap this up by saying, this has been a wee podcast for big subjects and personalities with a touch of Scottish humour. Cheers, my man. Cheers. Cheers. Take it easy. You too.